Hi, this is Elliot Fishman. Welcome back. It's a beautiful day here in Baltimore. It's only 97 degrees and 112% humidity. Uh, basically, uh, if you walk outside, it's like a rainstorm. Anyway, it's a pleasure to have you all here. The nice thing about these podcasts is I have total control of what I can say and what I want to say. I wonder if like Howard Stern got started this way. Maybe we'll like become really rich, have this uh, TV show. Uh, second thought, probably not. Anyway, let's get back to business here. Um, let's see who's walking down the hall. It's Dr. Horton again, and Dr. Horton has now changed her clothes. Listen very carefully. You can hear her walking. It's those six-inch heels that make that very loud, loud sound on our very expensive uh, uh, tile in our lab. Um, this must cost at least $5 per uh, um, square foot. Anyway, now Karen's going to address the last of her three talks on virtual colon. This will be on how she reports the virtual colonoscopy. Karen? Okay, so let's say you've already finished looking at the case. How do you actually report it? Well, in my report, the first thing I do is talk about technique, and you describe whether you used a primary 2D or 3D read. So in my case, I always say um, under the technique that I've reviewed both the prone and supine data sets using the axial images, MPRs, and the endoluminal fly-through views. Then I describe under the next heading colonic distension. So I discuss whether I think there's adequate distension throughout all of the colon, or if there's a collapse, collapse segment, then I describe it there. My third heading, I talk about colonic cleansing, and I say whether I think the prep was adequate throughout the colon, or perhaps if there's a lot of stool in a certain part of the colon, I'll describe it there because I'll be limited in my evaluation of that area. And then I get to the findings uh, of the report. I only describe lesions 5 millimeters or bigger. If you look at the literature, CT colonoscopy has limited sensitivity and specificity for lesions under 5 millimeters. So I actually put that statement in my report. I say CT colonoscopy has limited sensitivity and specificity for lesions less than 5 millimeters. And therefore, in my report, I will only be describing lesions greater than or equal to 5 millimeters. Then I go on to describe all the polyps that I see and the location and whether I see them on the prone and the supine position, whether they're sessile, pedunculated, whether they have a stalk, and of course the size. Always measure the size off the 2D images so the, or the MPRs, but do not measure the size off most 3D images because there's a little bit of distortion. You should check with your manufacturer. And then after that, I go and describe the extracolonic findings. So I talk about the liver and the spleen and all the other organs. And then my impression, I say whether or not I see polyps. If it's a normal study, meaning I don't see anything 5 millimeters or bigger, I say no CT evidence of polyps greater than or equal to 5 millimeters. And then I go on to describe the extraclonic findings. And then the last segment of my report, I give a recommendation for screening. So if I don't see anything, it looks completely normal, I say the next screening examination should be performed in five years. If I see a couple tiny things less than 5 millimeters, I'll say that the next screening examination should be performed in 3 to 5 years. Just in case I missed a couple of small adenomatous lesions, they may grow and then you'll get a chance to find them sooner. And if I see a polyp 5 millimeters or bigger, then I recommend a colonoscopy for a follow-up at that time. So that's how I approach my reports. Everybody has a little different way. What we do here is we print some images from the 3D and then we put it along with the report. Okay, thank you. Okay, thanks very much, Karen. So 
those of you out in podcast land, there are three special podcasts from Dr. Horton on virtual colonoscopy. They're available to you 24-7. Again, any questions, thoughts, or comments, just email us or send us a, uh, a message. Any other way you can find. Carrier pigeon, postman, any way you want. Anyway, again, uh, we do appreciate everyone's comments, thoughts, suggestions, and from Central Headquarters at Johns Hopkins Hospital, we wish you all a very nice day. Good night.